They gotta figure out how to work it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Sideline Junkies proudly present to you its six-man tag team champions of the world, the Nubian Sumo, James. What's happening, good peoples? The people's choice, Don Rodriguez. Surprise! <laughs> and of course, it's man, me. Man, don't do that the shit, people. man. You have to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, the big guy, KG. Man, I, I can honestly say I missed you guys. Uh, excellent show last week. Um, But I do have a bit of news. You wasn't here? I got a... No, it, it 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 didn't realize it, but um, you guys did excellent numbers from a a technical standpoint. Um, your numbers were great. Uh, but I do have a bit of news because uh, this has to be said. Um, we have an addition to the business. Uh, we have now the youngest intern. It's a paid internship. Uh, we have the youngest intern in podcast history. Little Serenity Rose was born at 319 this morning. And when she came out, she signed her contract at 320. So we have the youngest podcast intern. We pay her in milk and toys. So diapers and wiping her behind. (laughs) Oh no, no, no. No, no, no. The big guy does not do the the big guy does not change pampas. I am done with that. No, I do not. I am done. Well, let's see. I'm doing. I'm doing the math here. So by the time she turns eighteen, uh, 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 baby nation, I just got a raise. Yes. <laughs> well, Don't love it when I play it. By the time she turns eighteen, we'll be also paying James in diapers as well. So. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. By the time, with all the money I'm gonna be making, I can have some. I'll have somebody around to change them for me, so I won't be doing it myself. How about that? Yeah, some some big dude like almost walk up in there. No, 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 no dudes, no dudes, no, no, no. Like much, like Matumbo on coming to America. No, no, no. I'm gonna change them draws. <laughs> oh, and um, spoiler, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't watched. Coming to America, you might need to skip about ten seconds of this until we pass this. I have so Don, Don, so Don got an uncle playing bass at the end of the movie. Look just like his ass. Oh. Anyway, I kid you not. Whenever you watch it, you need to watch it for the end of the movie. There's a bass player that looked just like Don. That's how I feel about that. You done ran them off. You done ran them off. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I get paid for that. My uncle didn't either. See how cheap they are in Hollywood? Mm. Got that going tragedy. But anyway, you know, now that uh, KG's back for like three minutes and James, you know, he's able to hold his water for five minutes. I guess we need to get started so that way uh, we can give the people what they want. Because, uh, you know, just to kind of borrow a phrase from Brody Lee, it's Saturday night. 
And you know what that means. It's time for smoking and drinking. <laughs> exactly. So what are you smoking and what are you drinking? Tonight, the Nubian Sumo is powered by the Black Label Trading Company Royalty Cigar. Oh, okay. And good. we're going to be partaking in Redemption Rye. Gonna finish this bottle up hopefully tonight. And since Don praised me on my T-shirt choice last week, I figured I'd try to uh -oh. do something else this week, which is why I'm only showing my head right now. Thank, Woo, thank goodness. And ooh, ah! In honor of the big show. This is the shirt that WWE put out for when he was he became the only wrestler to ever hold the WCW, WWE, and ECW heavyweight championships. So this is for the Big Show and his um, appearance in AEW. But hold on, I gotta, I got hold on, hold on, man. Uh oh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, James. Oh, man. Hey, I didn't well, make the shirt. I just bought it. Well, <laughs> I'm not smoking anything tonight. You know, I'm I'm, I'm chilling. Okay. Now, now, wait, 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 James, James. You're using a blowtorch? You're not using a wood match to seal in the flavor? Uh, I don't really fall for the match theory. It's I just like, I, I, go like the, I just, just I go for the show. butane. I like the butane because it's clean. Mm -hmm. Most people use cedar and the matches just for that extra smell from the matches and whatnot. You know, it's, it doesn't help burn any better than, you know, plus butane is clean. It doesn't add to the cigar. So yeah, like a, like a cedar or something flavored or something scented or wood, like a or like a um, match or cedar. So it's just for the cedar is for show. Butane uh, pros. I'm not smoking anything tonight because I'm not a smoker, but I, I am drinking a little Pennsylvania Dutch orange cream soda just to kind of put myself in a in, in, in a good mood, but uh, I had to throw on a brand new uh, Wu-Tang t-shirt today because if you've listened to us over the years and you know that when we sign off we always tell you, Konnichiwa bitches, diversify your bonds. So it was only right that I wore my Wu-Tang shirt today. And show them uh, the reason why you was uh, late to, uh, you know, the set. But when I'm with him sleeve so he can slide in the home lake. I look we like jacks with these things on. We don't know why he's wearing them in the house. <laughs> hey, because I got the door open. The door's open. It's, it's like 30-something degrees outside right now, so I'm enjoying it. Um, Wait a minute. You got the front door open? No, I got the balcony door open. Why you got the balcony door open? Because it's always open. 
I can't. Uh, I don't know. That, ooh, that, that's ooh, not ooh, cute to me. Who gonna do something to me? Hmm? Uh, the power bill. No, 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 no. That's why I opened the balcony door because uh, they like to set the heat on 75, 76. Now, granted, baby's not home yet, so we don't have to do that. So I like to keep my heat on 66 because I don't want it to come on. Just me. Okay, because I was just wondering, because if they set it to 75, the 9 out of 10, that's probably the offset, the 32 degrees that's coming <laughs> into the place because the door is open. So y'all just meeting in the middle and just shaking hands while James yeah. over here, Puff Puff, no give. Nah, he over there, he over there uh, building up storm clouds, all that heat and cold coming together. It's going to be <laughs> raining there over there in a minute. Yep. In his living room. All I all I got to do is just push it on over there to you. Mm -hmm. Y'all keep all that up top because we don't get nothing down here. Well, you know, I'm, I'm known for making it rain anyway, so. Cheerios, yes. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> hey, look here. Don't hate on me, baby. I make it rain. I make it. Uh, I'm known to make it thunderstorm. You know, I go in a, I go in a club, pocket full of quarters and nickels. Girl, they want to make it rain on you. I'm trying to make it hail. Mm. Well, we heard that, you know, your rainmaking and your hailmaker skills isn't good enough now that Nia is all about, you know, sliding into some Somalia's DMs. So we're not even going to talk about You know what? We are going to talk about that. Who is this cat? Who is he to come and infringe? See, 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 that's the thing I don't like. You want to. The accent? Somalia. You know he's getting it. You know he's getting it. You think you can come in on my territory? Look at me. Look at, look at me. Look at me. Won't you look you in deep fire. into my eyes? Look you at me. Fire. That ain't, ain't compared to nothing I got. Bruh. I got more than he got. Let's make this clear, okay? You can't blame him. You can't blame him. She, blame? she stepped to him. She's the one that needs to be checked. She hit that hey. And you know what? You know what? It's okay. It's all right. Because you know what? I ain't hurt behind it. It's okay. I didn't ever think she was going to do me like that, but I, I can't be mad because I, I, I haven't been true. I've been running around after Jordan Grace, Miss Cargill, mind your business. Well, I mean, you know. I did put the question out to you some time ago, and you did throw her under the bus. So, I mean, you know... Yeah, I, I know. I'm telling, I, baby. I'm telling him. I'm talking to him right now. I'm telling him. That's right. You put him in his place. It was bound to happen. So wait a minute, James. You got Naya and a Somali over there? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Here's over here with the over here checking out uh, some space for my wine right now. But as soon as he gets done, you know, he got to go. I don't know. You got the T-shirt that says it all. Go and turn around again, so that way he know what you're trying to do tonight. Wrong kind. Wrong kind of threesome. Wrong kind. Allegedly. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and we can move on. The only thing swinging over here is me. <laughs> wait. So, uh, so you're meant to be the swinger. Been known to. So, so uh, Eiffel Tower is in your in your future. No, huh? I said I said I said I said I'm a swinger, not a switcher. 
Exactly. <laughs> but wait, wait. Eiffel Tower's in your future tonight, huh? Say what? Eiffel Tower's in your future tonight, huh? Eiffel Tower? Uh, that's some that's some old crazy nasty shit you probably got going. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll explain it to you all there. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm Woo! just glad, James, you live in your best life. Whoever that's with and however many that's with, you live your best life. As long as you've been alive, you deserve it. Speaking of which, whatever the hell that's for, man. Go ahead. Put a good caveat in here, KG, that, you know, uh, it's been, what, two weeks? Two weeks. We were talking bad about your boy and the, the nth degree um, and his age. He ain't say nothing yet. Told you. Just wanted to put that out there. Well, if he's saying what you said, then he would have known that it wasn't me and it was you. Uh, I said he, I wanted no parts of it. He ain't see anything, obviously, so that's alleged. You just try to put me under the bus like you put I everybody said, under the bus. Who I throw under the bus? I don't know. We'll figure it out eventually. But I just wanted to throw out there the fact that uh, you're about to lose your girl to a French, African, American, NXT superstar. I don't know. You just lost. Pretty much, you just lost. Let me tell you something. Even when I lose, I still win. Let that sink in. My my foundation is a little too dry, so it, you know we need some moisture. It's not going to sink at all. I just want to let you know that. Sorry, but even though I even though I can't stand the dude, I will channel my inner future in a heartbeat. <laughs> she for the streets, <laughs> sensational. <laughs> That's it. That's all. So for the record, uh, KG is no longer allowed to have any type of T-shirts that revolves around music at all. So uh, we will keep him in his one lane, which is sports, maybe sports entertainment, if his wife allows him to get the $1,000 Stone Cold 25th Anniversary uh, Heavyweight Championship that you can currently buy, 10500 on WWEshop.com. And quite sure you can put that in some uh, for easy payments uh, through their payment plan thing. I just wanted to let you know that it was there, so I'm just throwing it well, out. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you let me know that was there, but I am in the process of messing around with this $2,000 investment. I don't know if it's legal for me to uh, tell you guys while we're on air, so I'll save that as for off air. As long as it doesn't involve bits and coins and, and kibbles and all that other stuff, <laughs> then it may be okay. But if it no, involves no, no, no. James's old job, you know, used to be a pimp. So, you know, $2,000 gets you a nice little stable for about 20 minutes until the next pimp roll along. That's why James is out of business because he, he thought that was going to hold him. Like, ah, two grand. Hey, daddy, I got two grand and a dollar. Bye, daddy. I mean, that's all it was. It didn't take long. That, that Atlanta life is crucial. You know how it is, James. You know how it is. Hey, Jose Lowell. <laughs> As KG found out when a Somalia took his girl. So, <clears throat> got he. In the words of my dear departed friend DP, got your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we might as well uh, stop shucking and jobbing. 
and talk yeah, about. Yeah, we've been bullshitting for, for over twenty minutes. <laughs> well, fifteen of that was Casey being late to the set, but uh, <laughs> but if we really go and talk about it, uh, we have AEW Revolution happening tomorrow. So obviously, we're going to do our picks. So I'm pretty excited about the uh, the card thus far for Revolution. So we're going to kind of jump around what was on the um, uh, the production notes uh, and start with what James has already pulled out of the bag, and that being a rather large surprise that happened since the last time we were on air, and that being the big show uh, making the interesting transition that, truthfully, as he alluded to on uh, Dynamite this week, nobody really saw that coming because, to the best of our knowledge, the Big Show was just the ambassador for WWE to several charities and, and stuff like that. So he was doing that. He did his show, and he would just appear on Raw or SmackDown for just background or Legends Night or something like that. But when he did appear, he got his butt whipped by Randy Orton twice. And the last appearance that he had on WWE television, um, ironically, is kind of pretty much how it is when they let you go is you get punked down or beat down. But in this his case, he got punked down by Randy Orton in a backstage segment. And then that was it. So we're just thinking that just letting the big show be part of the build for Randy Orton and everything that's going on with this legend killer leading into Edge and leading into now uh, The Fiend. But nope, that was it. So big show appearing on Dynamite. And at one point, putting his hand around Tony Schiavone, and in the words of Jim Ross, by God, that's a big-ass hand. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. He was about to just he just engulf Tony Schiavone's uh, face and probably his entire body with his hand. That, that was crazy. If you go back and look at it, you see him put it on his shoulders like, Jesus. Those... Yeah, I can see why he was knocking people out. So, big show, AEW, out of nowhere, literally. What's your thoughts? Interesting choice. Um, I know that he's probably, he said something, I read something where he had issue with the way he was uh, treated at the end, like you were discussing. Uh, I mean, you know, he, I was surprised because, I mean, he had that show that he was doing, the big show show. I don't know if it was up for another season or not, but he had that uh, show that going canceled. And then, you know, like you said, he was doing all this charity stuff for him. And, you know, I don't know if he signed, if they offered him a Legends contract or whatnot. But, you know, who knows? But it'll be interesting to see him commentating because I've never seen him commentating before. or I've never seen him, you know, like at the commentation, at the commentary desk, like, you know, like some folks do here recently. But um, we'll be interested to see what he does with uh, – AW Dark Evolution and um, Ele- Elevation. It's, ele- it's Elevation, right? Yeah, elevation, Dark yeah. Elevation, yeah. So we'll see. That's it. That, we'll see what happens with that. And um, KG? Surprise move because I thought he was a WWE man through and through. Um, you know, company man, a Shawn Michaels type, you know, never going to go anywhere. Always gonna be loyal to the to the company to the brand, you know. Do whatever they ask. But he was one of the biggest free agent signings to come over 
doing I'll say the end of the Monday Night Wars. What was that, 99 when he came over? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 98, 99. You know, 26 years old, physical specimen. I mean, this dude could land a drop kick at seven feet, 500 pounds and could land a perfect drop kick. Coming off the top rope. Yeah, all yeah. That shit. You didn't see nobody his size doing that. Um, and to go through the things he's went through, uh, the hip replacement, the weight loss. I mean, you name it. He's done a lot in WWE. But now he has a chance to make wrestling history. And I'm all for it. If he does get in, get in the ring, he does win the AEW championship. He will be the first man to ever hold ECW, WCW, WWE. It was still ECW. I, I've been saying that all week. No. You still got to count it as ECW. No, it's WWE. CW. <laughs> you still, I mean, go you back still got to my, go back to my go back to my roundtable. We've discussed. I know. I discussed it. I know. I know. But business wise, it's still the same company. It's just owned by a different parent instead of being his own entity. But he'll be the first to hold all championship belts, and I don't think there's anybody else that can possibly. Well, no. Actually, uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Chris Jericho. Yeah, well, uh, if you put it in that, if you put it in that vein, if you put it in that vein, he did hold the WCW and WWE belts at the same time when he unified them. He did. He just didn't have the ECW. He didn't. He didn't have the ECW belt though. That's the only thing he didn't have. You know, that that would put him as I don't know what. What do you have above Triple Crown? I guess that'd be just uh, a goat, right? I mean, that can't. Well, triple crown above above triple crown is Grand Slam. Grand Slam, he, yeah. He did that too. Is I'm he not, is Big Show above, above Grand Slam? Yeah. Is he, Big Show the Grand Slam? No, we're talking about Jericho. 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 Oh yeah, Jericho's a uh, what two time Grand Slam champion. So that would just put him just straight as goat then after that, right? Well, he can't be two time because uh, <laughs> somebody else just said that they were first two time. Said what? Somebody didn't somebody in WWE just say that they were first two times? Um, Miz. Miz said that he was two t- first two time Grand Slam. Yeah, he may, but yeah, two time. Yeah, but I'm Jericho. I mean, Grand Slammed it. He was the first to do it, if I remember correctly. I thought Michaels was the first to Grand Slam. I guess we count. Well, that's well. I'm. I guess I, I'm factoring in WCW as well. Okay. Well, now, if we if we oh, talk about yeah, okay. so, I guess the, the reason what I mean is like I'm talking about having at one point all the WWE will subtract uh, NXT because it didn't exist, and now AEW. That's what I'm saying. So okay, you covered everything in, in one location, and then you cross ship to the other side, and then you cover that championship potentially, depending on what happens tomorrow, could get another. Accolade, and then uh, well, that's pretty much it for AEW at that point because there's no mid card yet. So yeah, that that would be solidification of goat status. At that, actually, we just call him a Brady. Well, Chris Jericho is the <laughs> Chris Jericho is the fourth Grand Slam champion and a ninth Triple Crown champion in WWE. 
Okay, so, so who was the who was the first who who were the first three? Grand first Slam. Three. Let me find out. Your first three Grand Slam winners are as follows. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Kane are your first three. Then it's Jericho at four, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Jeff Hardy, John Bradshaw Layfield, Christian, and The Big Show. Okay, so now what denotes, what constitutes the Grand Slam uh, Championship? Uh, The WWE Championship? Well, WWF, WWE Championship. The World Heavyweight Championship, uh, the World Tag Team Championship, the Raw Tag Team Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the European Championship, or the Hardcore Championship, because, you know, they've been back and forth where one is in existence, the other isn't. Hmm. So, but it it says that... uh, So the European Championship wasn't in there. It was listed. It's listed, but, uh, like, the Big Show never held the European... Booker T never held the European, and neither has uh, Kane. But they all have, all of them have held the Intercontinental. But now, and then also, basically, you have to hold a primary championship, whether it's the heavyweight or the WWE, a tag team championship, whether it's the World or the Raw. We're now SmackDown or Raw. Uh, a secondary championship, which is the Intercontinental. But it, I think you would have to put the U.S. title in there as a secondary championship also. But in this list, it just has the Intercontinental. Okay. Uh, and a, and uh, a territory. A territory. Yeah. Um, European, a, high, a hardcore championship. Either one of those two. And you just have to have either one, and that makes you a grand slam. But then they revised it in 2015. And they put in the U.S. title. Now, that was from... That was from... Uh, 97 all the way up to 2014. So in 2015, they revised it, and you got to have either one of the championships, uh, one of the tag championships, and one of the secondary titles. So there's no European. There is no uh, hardcore. And Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Big Show, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, Jericho again, two-time Grand Slam champion, Dean Ambrose, uh, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston and Rey Mysterio. And technically, John Cena, but you can't see him on a list. <laughs> no, nah, I can't. And it's only four women Grand Slam champions in WWE, and that's Bailey, Oscar, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair. And what, what, uh, we got to give credit where we got that information. You know, we're on the YouTube now, so we got to fulfill those obligations. And, you know, probably you, Wikipedia. I, <laughs> you already know. Because it's probably Wikipedia. So yeah, Wikipedia. Shot. I mean, <laughs> anyway, anytime you need some wrestling information, you go straight to Wikipedia first. I mean, that's anybody. Wicked. But that's just, the first thing that pops up. That also makes us extremely old because way, way legends of wrestling way back in the day, that used to be the only way. If when the internet was in its infancy. Uh, and you were still dialing up and hearing welcome, you've got mail. Uh, Wikipedia was a spot. And if you didn't have tape trading or or the, the ability to, you know, pirate uh, or afford these pay-per-views, 
especially the uh, the ECW, uh, the New Japan stuff. Wikipedia was really where you went at, and you just had to read uh, exactly what was going on in different places. So, Dane, you, you, uh, you know what else is also good? That's the grandfather, yeah. Two other things that were good. Before, of course, PWI, because I bought PWI every time a new issue came out. Yep. And I was swapping with, I would read it the first day, read all the way through it. The next morning, I take it to my cousin, he read it, and then he would buy the wrestling almanac every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, the new wrestling almanac came out, he had every volume. And then we would go through and quiz each other about different stuff. Of course, he's a walking almanac, so I, I couldn't never stump him. I had to go deep in the bowels of Dingo to try to stump him. But, uh. Wait a minute, you was in the bowels of Warrior? <laughs> pause. Pause. You said it. How's the dingo? Like, what the hell? Paving that Hershey Highway. Oh, my God. Who <laughs> oh. knows? That's why he got the sleeves on. Make sure you get that grip when he holding them around his waist and whatnot. Like, rah. Oh, finally, James, you have allowed <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> Over the B2 and the LGBTQ, BC, all that um, category. So, thank you, James, for being a. to break the, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth wall and offend everybody. So, yeah. we are all inclusive here. Somebody, somebody's got to do it. So we haven't done we haven't done it in 2021, so I figure I get the ball rolling. Pun intended. Yeah, so I ain't got nothing to say. Guess, <laughs> guess we'll move on from that one between the two of y'all. So what's the Steve Almanax and and knee deep alone? And shout and out to my I, cousin Daryl for being a human uh, the wrestling almanac. Um yes. hoping that we can land him for WrestleMania week. Uh just to talk WrestleMania pass and WrestleMania coming up. I'm, I got to reach out to him, but I mean, we got some things in the works, me. folks. We got some things in the works for WrestleMania weekend. We can't talk about it yet, but we working on some stuff, so. so I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. No, you don't talk about it. We, don't, <laughs> we ain't in the, we ain't to the point where we can talk about it. Oh, okay. let folks know. I, I, got, I got a couple people. I, I got some things. So we when we sit down and we talk, I think we might have to do a big show. We might have to do that whole week has to be probably set aside. Us doing Man, you ain't got no job. Hey, you the only one I can do all you ain't got no job. What? James works for a living. I don't know what he do, but he works for a living. He worked in the same place Tommy worked at. What you talking about? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey. Hey, God rest Tommy's soul. You know, we do miss him at work, but I'm just saying. But I, we don't, we don't, think, I can't talk. I can't talk. I can't talk about my job. Why couldn't you give Cole a job though? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want to strengthen Tommy. Cole, Cole couldn't pass the test. <laughs> One thing about Tommy, Tommy was always sharp. He was always clean. So wherever Tommy worked, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to he work where he always, was at. He was always on time, but at Martin House at the same time. So I don't know how that worked out. How do you at work but not? I guess he was working from home. He was the original teleworker. God dang. <laughs> Man. I told you, yeah, like I told you, Tommy was the guy that trained me, so I'm just saying. Dang. 
That's lineage right there. So you probably had a crack at Pam before he decided to go ahead and do it himself, huh? No, I heard some stuff about Pam. <laughs> uh, I'm quite sure you probably heard on the fifth floor. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. On the fourth floor? I'm say that. No, uh, on the fifth, fifth floor. floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For those of you in the know, then you'd have gotten all of those Martin references. For those of you not in the know, go watch uh, some daggone episodes of Martin and you'll get it. So, we covered the big show. Going back to the reason for the season, because y'all like going uh, to the east and the west coast of the conversation. <laughs> hey, we haven't all been together in a while, so we got to catch up. You know, this is this has oh, been built up for a while. Whoa, whoa! I know you loving your threesome shirt and everything, but uh, we ain't together. Just want to clarify K- that. K- KG, you, you you feeling me on this, right? I got you. Yeah, hey, okay, you got me. All right. Okay, I got you. But we'll I'll leave. Be- we'll leave. Ig- we'll leave ignorance alone. Don't get mad. To wallow in it. No, James. Don't get mad, James. I'm rubbing you right now. Don't get mad, James. Don't get mad. Yeah, put your hand back up in there because you disappeared again with your ugly ass. Go on, put your say put, something. Put your hand back up. There. Put your hand back up there again, black. I was doing my dusty throat, reaching out, feeling the power. I was on my hard times promo. Feeling the penis? What you say? Well, I, I was getting ready to say greatest promo ever, but you just took it left. So I'm going to go ahead and leave it alone. James, you three right. clicks away from this being the naked episode, so you better watch yourself. I'm going to pull a record. You'll be embarrassing yourself, not me. Hey, somebody, <laughs> hey if somebody's going to do it, it's got to be me. Yeah, okay. Y'all going to mess around, see some draws up in here. Mm-mm. Play around with me. Tell me, I'll give me all the trouble. Moving right along, exactly. Yeah, make make me make me. You know, what I'm saying whip it out. And by it, I mean the next topic. So, gotta collect myself. Sorry, give me a second. All right, things we have to deal with. Yeah, for real, stuff you really have to deal with. This show has already gone off to Morocco, so I don't know if there's any riding the ship until we do our picks. Um, but I will try. So this week we have revolution, or t- technically tomorrow. So the the question I posed to uh, you two was who actually won the week between Monday and Friday. So just to give you a, a quick synopsis. Because I didn't pose it as NXT versus AEW. I posed it as WWE as a cohesive unit of three shows versus AEW Dynamite's one show. Because that's, the I guess, you could kind of say the star power uh, and eventfulness of what was going on. So I'm just going to cover really quick um, a rundown of a WWE side of the hot topics or hot spots or hot uh, segments, if you will, of what happened this week. So on Raw, Drew McIntyre made his return uh, after losing uh, to The Miz. Braun Strowman is in an interesting little program between uh, Adam Pearce and Shane McMahon and WrestleMania. So trying to figure out his place and, I guess, push himself into uh, some type of main event picture 
in WrestleMania. So we'll see if that's parlaying into a Braun versus Shane match. We still are building a Orton versus The Fiend. Uh, Charlotte officially called out Asuka uh, to challenge her. And then the overall theme of the night and uh, the, I guess, the true MVP of the night, I would say, was The Miz himself and The Miz versus Bobby Lashley situation leading up to uh, Bobby Lashley becoming heavyweight champion. So we went from on the Miz side, uh, uh, he was supposed to perform at nine, but he magically got sick. At 10 o'clock, when the, the one-hour uh, stay of the match was ended, next thing you know, Miz just grabbed the belt and just dips all the way down to it being a lumberjack match. So that was raw. On the NXT side of things, we had a, a really good match between Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Timothy Thatcher versus um, uh, Birch and Lorcan. Uh, then that kind of ties into a little bit of Imperiumness. I enjoyed the, the segment uh, with uh, Gargano and the way and the therapy, talking about uh, Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory and Andy Hartwell and, and all that. I'm also a fan of this uh, Million Dollar Man, Cameron Grimes, S type of angle that's going on. And to me, it's hilarious. Uh, Shayna and Nia uh, defeated by Hook and Crook. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez to retain uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships. And then finally, on the SmackDown side of things, Daniel Bryan uh, stating his case and, and really making some strong promos to, I guess, with our fans, will the Yes Movement and himself into the picture for Fastlane. Uh, Bianca faced off against Shayna Baszler, and then the, the KG girlfriend stealer, the Somalia, showed up and had a nice up-close-and-personal moment with Nia Jax. Uh, Apollo Crews has now gone 100% African, or Nigeria to be more specific. And, uh, you know, I guess if you'll go all the way, you might as well like, use accent and everything. And then uh, we ended SmackDown with Daniel Bryan defeating Jey Uso in a steel cage uh, on the WWE side of things. So that was NXT, SmackDown, and Raw all combined to go up against one show of AEW, and that being the star of the show, leading Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet up against Shaq and uh, Jade Cargill. Uh, Jericho and M MVP and the Inner Circle had a presser, uh, which was interesting. Uh, Tully Blanchard made his first in-ring appearance. Not only that, keeping with the star power we had, the return or, or the show up uh, on TNT of James Day Dillon, even the infamous shoe, and Arn Anderson throwing up the four in uh, collaboration with two of his horsemen brethren being on the show on TNT at the same time. Please, um, please, please do not leave out the fact that the slingshot suplex came into play on Marco's stunt. I ran around my living room like it was Christmas Day when I was five years old. I love that shit. <laughs> Thank you, James. I was going to let you chime in and talk about, you know, all that within. But obviously you're excited, so we know you marked out for that. Well, we mentioned Big Show and his uh, 
newly being newly acquired into AEW and how he's teaming with Tony Schiavone for Elevation. Um, and then uh, there's word, well, the word is from the big show, that there's going to be a big signing of a Hall of Fame-worthy individual. So before I let you guys talk about who you think won the week between AEW and WWE as a whole, I just wanted to get your thoughts if you mold around in your brains who this person could be. Because a couple names that jumped out of my head uh, was Carlito. I know it's heavily rumored or, you know, people are just trying to will this into existence. But CM Punk, another one that they're kind of trying to will into existence, but he said no, especially since he kind of truthfully should be a Hall of Famer. Should we not have had COVID, that being Batista? And then there's this other guy that KG is a huge fan of that came to my mind, like so much of a huge fan that KG is cool with him only wrestling maybe three times a year, uh, but holding the championship title for an entire 12 months, and that being Brock Lesnar. So all the big names, all are, well, with the exception of Batista, because technically he's a Hall of Fame member. So it wouldn't be Hall of Fame worthy. He would. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, they just have to do the formality. Uh, but that's some of the names that I came up with. Who do you guys think uh, would be the guy or the girl? And we know it's not Becky Lynch, so we'll take that out. But uh, any ideas? I defer, to, I defer to KG. Yeah, go ahead. And it could be, <laughs> you know, from New Japan. Um, so they didn't say what Hall of Fame. So uh, that could tie into that system, but you could have some ideas in that depth. Uh, TNA, you know, I did see a Kurt Angle image uh, that somebody was trying to shop around as a possibility. But go ahead, KG. James always defers to me when it's hard. That's because I got an answer. So, I mean, I don't want to, you know. Um, you know, I, I I I can think about this all day long, and it's so many names you can come up with. Um, as a fu to Vince, I could see Brock, but I don't think he's gonna have the 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 the, the quote unquote stroke to win a championship and be like, you know what, I'm gone for a while with the championship. I don't think that's gonna happen. So, and Brock, I don't think Brock's any good without Heyman. Sue me. But uh, I think I think I'll, I'll sell with Brock. But hell, the way AEW going is probably somebody old. It's probably Virgil. <laughs> no, I ain't Virgil. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. It's not Virgil, and I severely doubt it's Christian because that was another name. That was uh, potentially being shopped around as well. Big Papa Pump. That's who it is. There it is. I'm done. Hall of Fame. Scott Steiner. It's Scott Steiner. Because that's that's what they're doing. They're trying to turn the clock back on careers. And they're claiming, oh, we're getting all this talent. Yes, you're getting talent. But they were major talent 25 years ago. 
Well, so are you saying it's a deja vu moment? Because remember a nice little, well, he's kind of gray-haired now, uh, gentleman named Eric Bischoff was kind of doing the same thing. Literally, on the same network, doing the same thing. But realize, exactly. but realize, whenever you're trying to build up a, 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 a company like that, you're going to go back to your legends. I mean, WWF did it. WWE still does it. I mean, you but know, they, it's, they it's, don't it's, rely on They don't rely on them, but I mean, are you really relying on Sting? Are you, <laughs> I, I mean, Arn, Arn and Tully, I mean, they're there, but I mean, are you really putting the company on their backs? No, it, it's, it's kind of leaning heavy on Sting right now. Mongo. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's Mongo. That, you said Mongo it's Mongo, Michael? Michael. It's Mongo. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see Mongo come back. Oh, that three-point stance may hit, but everything else is going to be a problem. <laughs> it's Mongo. Well, well, there are worse wrestlers. There are worse wrestlers out there making money right now. So, you know, hey, I, I'll take Mongo. Yeah. If nothing, if nothing else but before his promos. That's why I wouldn't mind Scott Steiner. Because nobody else could give us some math like Scott Steiner. Okay, Don, you go next. I want to go last. Go ahead. I gave mine already. You gave yours already? Uh, yeah. You didn't say you didn't say anybody definitive. You just give putting out names. I said those were names that I that, that rattled around in my brain. Oh, okay. The couple okay. that I, I saw um, that were you know allegedly tweeted out you know as opportunities opportunities. Okay. Though. Well, sure. CM Punk has already said it's not him, but that could be kayfabe. Yeah. We don't know. I'm quite sure Big Show said he was off doing something. Kurt Angle actually put out a video teasing that it might be him. So it's it's possible it could be Kurt Angle. Batista, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I don't think I see Batista out there like that on AEW. Plus, he's not too far away from uh, starting to film Guardians Three. Right. He got he just wrapped up another movie, so he's got some things uh, down the pipeline, kind of like The Rock. My choice. The Big Show. Think about it. When he signed his contract, he not only signed as a commentator, but he signed as a wrestler. They said they were going to make their wrestling debut at Revolution. I see Big Show in a match at Revolution. Because mm. mm. think about it. Think about it now. He said he was the oh, first oh, one to know. Hold the door. Hold the door. We're gonna put a Pinterest in that. Because he said a, he was the first. He said he was I the first one to know who. I who put a pin. You see this? You see this? Can you see this? It's a pin. We're no, I don't it. see anything right now. But go ahead. <laughs> We're putting a okay. pin in. All right, go ahead. The pen is in. Go ahead. You don't have anybody else? God. No, that's my choice. Nobody told him to be all up on it. That's my choice. I think it's going to be the big show. All right, Dean. So, I guess 
Now y'all get to answer the question. AEW or WWE as a whole, who won the week from Monday through Friday? Okay, well, since I threw KG under the bus on the last question, I'll go first. I'll give it to WWE for Raw, because to me, in my opinion, Raw was the better. Not, not Raw, as a, as a whole unit. So, well, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm saying I give it to WWE for the week only because Raw was a great show. Raw was probably the, one of the best Raws there's been in a good while. You know, um, the, the match with the match on AEW uh, with uh, Jade and Shaq versus Cody and Red Velvet was a good, a good, a great match. It, it highlighted Jade, you know, as they, as they wanted to do, you know, the fact that James J. Dillon came out, like you said, the, the slingshot suplex was great for me. I was hoping to see it and I knew they were going to do it on Marco stunt. So, you know, that was, that was good. That was a pop for me. Um, but overall I'll give this week to WWE. Okay. KG. Well, if we go by the numbers, and I I, I did some homework. Hold on. That's a lot of numbers. <laughs> if you add the three WWEs together. Listen, listen, listen. But see, you don't add it and be like, okay, WWE did Are you gonna uh, add together four million. You would average it. But see, Raw did over two million. It, it did a point six, but it did over two million. AEW only did a point thirty-three, and they didn't even get a million. They got nine hundred thirty-four thousand viewers. Yeah, they haven't cracked and, a million in a while, right? And they, 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 but they beat out NXT Wednesday night. Even though NXT was good, they beat them out. But WWE won the week. Um, I take that back. I'm sorry. Raw got one point eight million. SmackDown did two over two million. Raw won the week. Bobby Lashley went in the title. Put asses in the seats. Right. How long have I been calling for Lashley to win the title? I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it because I know it gets coming up. You were the first You were the first one I thought of because the, the moment that happened, the first thought in my head is KG got his wish, A, B, Brock is coming back. Because I, I still see Sheamus and uh, Drew McIntyre in a program together, so that removes Drew, and Brock comes back. Well, you'll still have you'll still have Drew and Lashley for WrestleMania. No, no, I, I, I was hoping that Brock would come back and you would get the Brock versus no uh, Lashley. No, that doesn't mean Brock wins. But just I don't see Brock coming back. Period. Not now. Not not anytime soon. Well, they they, need, they still need star power, and WrestleMania they've got to book two nights for WrestleMania, and the Raw after WrestleMania, and the SmackDown after WrestleMania, and if they do the NXT Women's Championship uh, titles, then the NXT after WrestleMania. That's a lot of booking. So they need something easy to put butts in the seats as like, okay, this one segment, we're good. We know we're going to get the draw off of that. That takes some of the pressure off of uh, the writers and everybody else to try to craft something when you know, okay, we got the star power there. That's going to 
handle itself. Let's focus on how we lead up to that and build around it. That's, I mean, that's just my thinking. If I was going to construct the show for yeah, one, yeah, but of those yeah, I, I, it's a, it's a easy, it's easy money, it's easy money, <laughs> but you still got to, you still got to sign Brock to a contract. Oh, yeah. He's got no contract right now. The so, only reason why is because you don't have the revenue coming in to justify the means, and that's just because there's no live shows. However. AEW had uh, uh, just about a thousand people in attendance. Mania is allegedly going to have people in attendance. That also means that the transition will be starting to happen to have live travel or live people to remove the Thunderdome. So if that goes into that direction, then you're going to get the revenue stream back. And that would justify Brock's money. Because Vince has the money. He just don't want to stroke that check yet. But the money is there. So, I mean, everybody's in a holding pattern. And Brock doesn't need the money. Uh, you know, he's good. He's just hanging out. It's COVID, you know, it's quarantining, taking care of the family, going to his, uh, his kids' events. So, you know, hey, that's just a rest time for him to get lean, get cut, get built. He's not going to... to um, UFC or anybody else anytime soon. So it was there a is talk of him signing with Bellator. So yeah, that's still but out there. During that whole COVID time, that's that's you know benefiting him to to you know be as strong as the best as possible. But he's going to sign with somebody, and he's got his son that's trying to come in. Yep, that's a no brainer. So that that could be a tie in. We'll bring you in, bring him in in NXT, and then uh, hell, we'll take your daughter too in NXT, and then you're good. Because what is his daughter going to do when she get out of college uh, from shot putting uh, if she's not Olympic bound? Yeah, because you know the match I want to see if he if his son comes in. Who's that? If Brock Brock's son versus Scott Steiner's son. Oh yeah. Because you know he signed with NXT on this last I class like versus Mark Mara. <laughs> nah. What is nah. It? Sable in the Shark Tank. That's my mama. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he wins the match, you can go out on somebody call my mama. <laughs> <laughs> like they owe me. Get back there. We, we're not calling for the 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 the, uh, the to come out, but it'd be a nice time for have a reunion. But okay, so for me personally, I do agree with both of you guys. Believe it or not, um, that uh, WWE did win the week. Raw was definitely the, um, the the diamond that it should have been, given uh, the, the momentous opportunity that they took. It'd been nice to have a Black History Month, but you know, can't do everything all at one time, uh, unfortunately. But uh, I do want to give that honorable mention out to the Miz, because if it wasn't for how he uh, portrayed all three of those segments leading up into the match, even taking the um, uh, the what, what is the uh, the choke out call? I'm I'm totally losing it right now. Uh, the full Nelson. Full Nelson. What were they calling it? What, the hurt the, lock. Hurt lock. Yeah. I I didn't want to call it the master lock. So I'm like, uh, what is it called? <laughs> uh, but you know, taking that twice and and interesting fashion. I mean, lastly, God to take care of somebody, but at the same time make that look as visceral as possible i mean the guy's ready he's been ready but you know it, it's his time 
and hopefully uh, he, he will be in WrestleMania and not just a transitional. As also, that was the other thing that came to mind. Like James called it, Miz probably would be transitional, and, and you know, so we had a finger on a pulse when it came down to this lastly situation. Dream now, came true, KG, and uh, James called it on the Miz side. Now, let me ask you this before we get off subject to the next to the next subject. How do you all feel about the people? Well, WWE hasn't been saying it. They may have put it out there at some point that I missed. But what do you think about them pushing the fact that Lashley's the third black WWE champion? Thank you, KG. I appreciate that. That's where I was going. Well, I don't agree with any time they push the agenda. I agree with it being a matter of fact. That's, that's, I guess that's the best way I can put it. If we're talking factual uh, and you leave it, leaving it at that, like Sasha Banks versus uh, um, uh, Bianca, Bianca, and then being uh, the first uh, African American women or women of color to be in a main event, one of them of WrestleMania. Fact. That's what you go with. But when you start, you know putting taglines on stuff just to uh, to get that out there, then I'm not in agreement with that because sometimes that may not be accurate to the history books. What about you? Can, can I say something on that fact? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad you threw it to me because I, I wanted to say something. Because uh, I, 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 let me make sure y'all can see me here. No, I can't see you yet. <laughs> oh, Questlove has joined the show. Why is it that they calling Bobby Lashley the third black WWE champion. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, in my long tenure career, it was an event that happened in Baltimore that the People's Choice Don Rodriguez was at, even though it was WCW, but it is a part of WWE. Why is Ron Simmons not mentioned as a black champion ever? When they talk black champions. Well, well, they did say WWE champions. I'm good. Now, which was which was my question, because the reason why I brought the question up, do you count the rock? I mean, well, he, he is that is black and Canadian. Yeah. Being from Samoa. Okay, okay, I get I get I get that he is half black and half Samoan. I get that. But and I'm about to go into a soliloquy here, because you know how I feel about I don't know if anybody knows how I feel about The Rock and his lineage black, blackness. Mm. I've heard stories, that's all I can say. Well you go skin, ahead, but skin, skin folk ain't kin folk, as the kids like to say. I've heard stories. Now, The Rock, I have never, and I could be wrong, but I have never, other than the fact that he brought up his father, heard him say that he is a black man. Well, no, and in these and in these day in this day and age, you have to show and recognize 
that you black these days. Now, he does he does cater to the black community when it's time for a movie to come out, or he got a show coming on, or he's got something else happening that he needs that black dollar. But you know, you got all of these athletes and act- actors and actresses and all these folks talking about, well, I'm not a black golfer, I'm just a golfer. I'm not a black athlete, I'm just an athlete. You know, he has said that, you know, he does rec- he does cater more to his Samoan heritage than he does his black side. So and I understand you gotta understand that. That's where he was raised. He was raised where? He was raised between New Zealand, New Zealand, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Samoa. Okay. Okay. But again, he was raised in a Samoan household. But again, does he claim his blackness to be a black heavyweight champion? He answered the tweet from Bobby Lashley. And he 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 claimed it. He claimed it the other night. Well, when Bobby well, Lashley right, told him the right, because yeah, because 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 he was catering. If Bobby Lashley hadn't won that belt, he'd have never said that. He didn't say it when Kofi won. Well, you know, we twenty. That is that is, that is the opinion of the Nubian sumo. I don't expect anybody to. Uh, I'm not trying to sway anybody. That's just my opinion. Oh, you the, opinion of, the opinions of the Nubian sumo are, do not reflect the opinions of the sideline junkies and Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. And if anybody wants to check me on that, you know how to find me. And when you check them, make sure you hit them with that Sheree Whitfield. I'm checking you, boo. Hit them with all that for those real housewife fans. But um, and, and with that wanted- said. And with that said, um, I'm switching to the Black Label Trading Company last rights. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Is, black, is, is black people claiming that one? You said it's Black Label. Are we claiming that one too? No, it's just a black label. It's white folks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have laughed that hard at that. That's all right. I'm just glad, I'm just glad he dunked it. I, I put it up there. I just want to see if he's going to go through. But, you know. Oh. The, the Rock did uh, claim some things during his time with the nation, and he has uh, during Gimmick. his last election. Gimmick. It doesn't matter. It does matter. I'll buy it. You say it, 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 buy it. it. No, just because it's part of his gimmick doesn't make it his uh his opinion. You say, you say it, you bow by it. Because if that was the case, then you know we would be separating uh Hogan and Terry Boya. Um, then also. I don't, don't separate. Don't, I, don't, I don't separate Hogan and Terry Bollea. I do because I don't said, know. Hogan. He, said, he said it. No, he Terry said, said it. it. He got away. From, he got away with it in court. Terry, Terry but, said it. Hey, OJ did it. Okay, regardless. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> OJ did it. OJ did it. What? So OJ yeah, did what? I, OJ did it. You know what I said. You know what I'm saying. OJ did what I. He did it. No, he didn't. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll talk about that later. But uh, of the glove did it. But if we twenty three and me, we all know that as cool as that culture is out there in Samoa. Oh, I love the Samoans. 
I love the Samoans, but don't claim. But but I don't know if a Samoan is claiming they black. They were dropped off a ship, just like we were. <laughs> that just what that out there. They didn't. What, what's the difference? Like, oh, we're Islanders just hanging out. Like no, y'all were dropped off unceremoniously first before they got to us. And what's just the like difference? and just like Africans, our ancestors took those beads and rocks and whatnot and put their family and friends on their boat. And now if you go over there, they, they just, there's few, very few that claim black people or recognize black people. Most of those folks over there don't even like black people. Oh, hey, well, let, let, I let can't show what it is, but they, their lineages, they know where they came from. Let, let me ask you a question, and I, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. What's the difference between an African, a Cuban, a Dominican, a Samoan, and an African American. The the time and the route they got dropped off. A, a boat stop. That's it. That's what I just said. Yeah. The time boat, that's a, that's the only difference. A boat stop. <laughs> now, you, I'm not look, saying the man ain't got to drop a blood a black blood in his blood in his in his body. I'm just saying he don't claim his blackness. And, and like I said, and I, as I said at the beginning of this soliloquy, if you will, <laughs> at the beginning of this filibuster, I said all skin folk ain't kin folk. They ain't got to be but, kin because I ain't getting none of that kin folk money. <laughs> but I'm saying that when you're 23 and me, and me the folk, we all in the same boat. Well, yes, we are. But, well, that, that, would include, that would include that would include white people. Yes, yeah. indeed. Japanese people. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Chinese people. Yes, yep. indeed. Irish people. Yes, indeed. Because the, ori the original person, the original person on this earth was what? Well, African. You need to clarify. You need to clarify. The From ancient Kemet. The original womb that people came out of when they were ancient Kemet. <laughs> they were chocolate, and I'm not talking exactly. about Exactly. And my primitive civilization. Exactly. Just throwing that out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's scientific. You look it up. Uh, in the words of uh, uh, Paul Mooney, uh, a white person discovered that fact. <laughs> 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 so we ain't making nothing up. Just pulling something out the air. That's that's legitimate. It's been uh, officially determined, and they they have it all the way down to the lineage of one African woman. Uh, being the mother of all civilization, and then and after that, I will consider that my new, that's so Nubian for the night. They got Vitiligo and moved off in different places, and and you know we all know how uh, I guess to, to keep it in wrestling terms, natural selection can be, and 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 everything else. If you want to see how that all works out, go ahead and watch one of those documentaries about you know how deep you know when they go deep into the ocean and you see how the fish have uh, evolved from being able to have, you know, great vision and, and brain power and dolphins and whales and stuff all the way down to uh, blind, barely able to do anything, little amoebites that's just floating around, but they're beautiful colors because there's no light at that level in the ocean. And that's how they survive. It don't just happen overnight. It happens through evolution. And if I want to take it even even further, which I won't, but I'll bring it up. Just go ahead. Jeff. Why did it? Why didn't they? Why didn't they include Thunderbolt Patterson in that number? 
Why did they put John Cena in that number? Because John Cena ain't black. Jack, you just can't see it. <laughs> he can't either. <laughs> oh, man. So, we, we can take this episode. The closest John Cena's ever gotten to black was Nikki Bella. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. we can take this and we can we can run with this all night long. Definitely. But we will I digress and we'll move on. Don't you digress? I'm trying to get multicultural up in here. Shoot, we got the United Nations up in here. We looking at un. So make sure you put that as a tagline, uh, KG, when you uh, post this that we just went all up in the United Nations and James <laughs> went all up and offending everybody equally. So, Lisey, that's what you get a T-shirt that says, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Oh, I'm working on it. That'd be awesome. There's a bunch of T-shirts I'm looking at right now, but go ahead. Now, on that whole thing, looking back at it, and I I went back, and I looked up every... Yeah, yeah, I looked up up every WWE slash... Well, WWF slash WWE champion. Now, and that's that's a long list, bro. That's a long, long list because their lineage starts all the way back to Buddy Rogers and winning the first championship in 63 and right here in D.C. And that was WWF. Uh, Pedro Morales. Ivan Kolov. Bruno Black. San Martino. Black. <laughs> if you, no, no joke. If you go all the way through this, you go through the whole lineage of the 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 the, the title. You have the Iron Sheet. Yeah, I mean, as, <laughs> possibly. Um, no, <laughs> uh, Hogan, Flair, Savage, All Bret Hart, Yoko's. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry, he's Canadian. Yo, Yokozuna, Samoan, Black, Black. Black. He's not on that list, though. Exactly, because there's we know that we know the truth of well, Yoko's. We know he was a part. Thing. If they put Yoko on the list, they have to also say, even though they technically did a documentary, that he's not Japanese. No, he's Samoan. I didn't exactly. believe, I didn't know nothing about those Samoa when Yokozuna was out there. All I know is him and Mister Fuji look alike. <laughs> As a kid, that's what they wanted you to believe is that they would look alike. So I guess he Japanese, dang on it, made me run around. Now I feel bad for the, the Japanese people that I was mean to because I'm like, you know, Yokozuna, I don't like you as a little kid. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. And you and Mr. Fuji throwing rice and crap at people. Now this fool ain't even dang on Japanese. God dang. See, kayfabe was real back then. Believe that stuff because you ain't know no better. Saturday morning cartoons. You knew what the heck it was. Damn travesty. But looking at it, to, to be honest, that's Bobby Lashley. Black. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Black. The Rock and Yokozuna, those are your full black champions. I mean, and and Yokozuna and The Rock are mixed. I mean, circumstantial, but still. Page Black. Man, uh, we see we done went down a wormhole, man. 
Yeah. We done went down a wormhole because look, we bought the star something. And I, look, I already feel it rising. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Wait, wait. Black. Are, are, are we gonna uh we we gonna finish? We we done with Bobby last year because it's only one thing I got to say about it. Go ahead. Caleb Braxton just came out as Bobby. Still black. Last thing I got to say about Bobby Lashley, um, he won the title. It's only right. I've been waiting over 12 years for him and Brock Lesnar to face off. Physically, There's he's the only person that physically matches up with, with uh, Brock Lesnar. There's nobody else in the business that physically matches up with Brock Lesnar. And I wanted to see them match up in uh, UFC or something like that. Brock Lesnar's 6'4", what? I mean, 6'4", about 295, something like that. Build is 6'4", 303. Bobby Lashley, 6'3", 273. Now, you know, they, they, so they're about 20 pounds apart. Bobby Lashley, former Army Ranger. What do they do? Fight with their hands. Bobby Lashley, I said it years ago. I'll say it now, and I stand on it. Like James said, you want to dispute it? You want to argue with me? You know where to find me. Bobby Lashley would destroy, destroy Brock Lesnar in the cage. He would destroy Brock Lesnar in the ring. Let it happen. That's your big money draw right there. The first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. Let Bobby keep that title. And then start that feud with him and Brock. That way Brock can get his way back into the door. If he doesn't sign with AEW Sunday. But he gets his way back in the door. I get that dream match. With both of them being at top peak, peak physical condition. But you turn it into a cage. But you turn it into an octagon. So you get the UFC play, uh, uh, fans in there too. Look. This shit writes itself. You want to make money? Cross promote. Do something that AEW is doing, but take it to the next level. You're doing cross motion, turn that shit up and put it on dag on steroids and make it happen. That's where you make your money at. WWE is not dumb. You can't be in business this long and make as much money as you have and be stupid. Get the people what they want. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley go up against Daniel Bryan. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley wrestle Rey Mysterio. And then Rey Mysterio kick him six times, and all of a sudden Bobby Lashley down, and, 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 the, and the match is over, and, and Bobby Lashley lost the title to Rey Mysterio because he kicked him six times. No interference, no help, no nothing. I don't want to see that. If you're going to give me big man wrestling, you're going to give me strong man wrestling, put, put two strong men in the ring together and let them go. I'm done. The only thing I got to say about that will it be the work versus shoot. When they get when they get to the, when they get to the WWE, they're gonna determine who wins that match. And in my opinion, most likely going through going by what Vince has done in the past, Vince will have Brock beat Bobby Lashley. And he probably haven't beat him in a squash match. That's right. unbelievable. That's got everybody booing. But you lose fans like that. Same thing they did with Goldberg and Brock. Goldberg, uh, oh, who was that? Um, who was it before that? Braun Strowman got F5 five times. 
finally gets a shot, gets F5 five times, match over. I'm like, damn, I w- I'm pissed that I paid 10 dollars for this bullshit this month. The way they did John Cena with Brock. I just, all, I, all I got to say I, is James Berkeley Gould, two times removed, <laughs> Caucasian. First of all, why are you putting out my government name again? I didn't know it was you until you said something. Black. I'm as black as it gets. I'm triple stage darkness up over here. Over here. No, you don't I'm look blackity black. Black, y'all. Black, y'all. Blackity blacker than black, black, y'all. <laughs> well, it is It is melanin March, so I say we celebrate. Well, James, you do look like 1159. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Let's move on. Move on. Move on. And, uh... The realm of the show that really has no direction at all because we're all over the place. So it's good to know we still got that magic. Isn't that right, KG? That's right. Off the rails is best place to be. I'm sorry, I did that wrong. Hold on, hold on. Let's rewind. It's good to know that we still have that magic right here on the mothership. <laughs> if you hear any noise, ain't nobody but me and the boys. <laughs> I had to cheap pop myself. There you go. Uh, and speaking of which, y'all didn't even see that, did y'all? Say it again. Y'all didn't even watch the story, did you? What? Well, I didn't hear what you said. I said y'all didn't watch the story. I put a story on Instagram, which shared it to Facebook, with the picture of you two gentlemen. And I was like, if you hear any noise, ain't nobody but me and the boys. Yeah, I and, saw yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I try to promote you guys. I try to promote you guys. Hey man, I'm a household name. This house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so talk about what I am, but uh, go on. Let's go. Yeah, we trying to figure that out. Look like you're about to go out there and uh, do some dancing with the stars or something. That going sleeves on. Possibly. But, so tomorrow, revolution. Last segment of the show because if we fit anything else in there, we'll probably definitely get fined and kicked off of YouTube. Uh, but before we get there, like, subscribe, hit the bell button, do whatever else, you know, all the other video people ask you to do. So that way uh, we can continue to bring the content and then maybe get paid for this from YouTube since, you know, sideline junkies ain't paying. Um, what? Well, James took it all in his contract. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm waiting for you to say something about that, KG. I don't know who signed that one. But, uh, well, if you want free, if you want to bring in free sorry. agents, stop you want to bring in free agents, you got to pay the free agents. If you Skip Bayless got thirty two million. Hey, hey, KG, what's the root word of that? Free. Why are we paying them? Because he got to be paid. All you I know. know is, if you bring anybody else in, pay them more than I do, so my favorite nations can kick in again. <laughs> we just gonna franchise tag him. That's what we're gonna do next. Soon as contracts are negotiable again, we just gonna franchise tag him. 
Or, or or do them like they did, or do them like they did. My boys, Thomas Davis and Greg Olson, signed to a one day deal. Yeah, maybe we could pay James for Bitcoin <laughs> and then have. I did that. For, I said that for KG. I did that for KG. <laughs> Go Carolina Panthers. Keep pounding. I'm still bitter about that. I begged that man on Twitter and Instagram, please do not retire. We need your leadership in the locker room. Well, he's leading the locker room. He's leaving the locker room. Well, no, he's leading, just not your locker room. <laughs> All right, so revolution. We're going to hit this by the numbers, get this done so people can uh, – Drink something because I know they're like, I need to drink after this episode. Or smoke. <laughs> or they could be drinking during the episode. I am. Well, there you go. Maybe next week we'll do a buzzword and a do a drinking show. We'll just mm. keep throwing around numbers starting with uh, 150 million years. And, you know, just keep adding on to that for how old James is. And then, uh, you know, every time you hear that come up, then you just get drunk. Take a drink. Yep. Prehistoric days. Just take a drink. So, KG, you'll start. We got the buy-in, which is going to be uh, a tag match um, with Rio and Thunder Rosa going up against Britt Baker and Reba. Not really Reba, the Rebel. So, and that's um, Britt Baker. DDS, Dr. Britt Baker. Or Mrs. Adam Cole. They aren't married, but the fact I said eventually. They all hugged up. Ooh, this has been X amount of years. I love you so much. Thank you. You're the greatest thing. Sliced bread, said Adam Cole about her. You know, posting all the lovely pictures. So something better happen. Or, in case you weren't aware as well, Bailey's a free agent. Just wanted to put that out there. Nope. Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah. She, her boyfriend dumped her like yesterday's trash. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What? Home. Let me scoop up a net. No, too late. Okay. Tomorrow they took her. Nope. <laughs> okay, baby. I want to be your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. I want to be everything you need, baby. That's kind of the So, I want you to go ahead and be the person who makes this pick. <laughs> don't hate on me, man. Don't don't hate because the, the game I spit is smoother than the cream cheese that you put on your bagel. Don't hate on me. Uh, I'm not feeling it, man. The only game that spits hard is dollars. Of course you're not feeling it. It wasn't directed at you. I would oh. hope not. I would hope not, too. You know, James all in the threesomes. You better watch that. Don't knock it till you try it. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna take Britt Baker in with this. Britt Baker and Reba. Um, he just threw me off with that whole uh, freak nastiness right there. All right, so I know not of what you speak. Woo! All right, James. Rio and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker and Reba slash Rebel. 
I'm going to say Rio and uh, Thunder Rosa. Right. Basically, this match is going to be Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Oh, shit, I'm putting my nest in there. And I, technically, I'm going to go with uh, KG on this one because we have to segue to that one-on-one match, and I think there'll be some chicanery going on on Britt's side to give her the win. Yeah, I'm so going to say, uh, say Thunder Rosa pins Reva, Reva, whatever her name is. Yeah, she got a lot of them. There's going to be a 15-team casino tag team battle royal, uh, or excuse me, battle royale. We're not going to make any picks for that because that's just too much. Uh, so we're going to skip over that one and go into probably one of the first matches of the night, and that being our boy Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and I'm sorry, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and little Chucky T, Chuck Taylor. So I guess that'll be uh, me. So I'm going to give it uh, to uh, Orange and Chuck Taylor. KG? I got to roll with you with Orange and Chuck Taylor. All right, Hold on. Okay, well, that's a, that's a squash. I'm the same way. All right, all right, all right. So, um, remember that pin? That we yeah, I, remember the, I remember the pin, yes. All right, so this is going to start with you, James, because we're going to talk about the face of Revolution Ladder Match. Cody versus Scorpio Sky, Penta L0, Mero, Gone Jr., Lance Archer, Max Caster, or somebody that has not been announced for a TNT title shot. So if we remove the pin and insert your theory, that person would be the big show. That will be incorrect. Because they have already said that the Big Show is not going to be in the ladder match. No, they've already said that. No, excuse me. They said that the surprise person will not be in the ladder match. There'll be another person in that match. And that came from Tony Khan. Could be a swerve. It could could be. It could be. But I'm just saying, Tony Khan has said that the surprise person that Big Show talked about will not be in the ladder match. He said that in an interview. Throwing out theories, James. We're throwing out theories. You don't have to pick the TBD person. I'm not. Somebody else. You ruined everything. Gosh. I put a whole pin in there. You're the one one that stuck the pin in this match. So, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm cleaning up up your mess. So, with that said, I'll pick the mystery person. Nope, you can't pick the mystery person. How can I not pick the mystery person if they're in the match? Because we don't know who it is, so it'd be unfair. We don't know who it is. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's why I'm picking them. Guess what? We're not picking somebody in that match, then. How about that? You know who I'm picking? The pen.
you're picking European in your house to win the ladder match. Yep. Here's what we're gonna do. Everybody is picking the mystery person, and then everybody's gonna pick somebody else. <laughs> How about that? So who you gonna Exactly, pick? KG. My point my 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 thoughts exactly. Who are you gonna pick? Okay. Okay, so okay, so everybody gets to pick the mystery person. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I gotta pick from the other five. So it's either a buy or you're right. How about that? Cody, Scorpio, Penta, Lance Archer, yeah, Max Caster. No, yeah, whatever. Um I'm actually I'm going to pick Max Caster. Okay. Because they need to do something with him. They're building him right now with Anthony Bowen being out and him not being in, in a tag team anymore until he comes back or whatever the case is. They're, and being that the champion is, um, what's his name? Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. I see that. I see them doing that because that's what the TNT title is supposed to be about. Building up people. Building up, uh, building up wrestlers. So, I see Max Caster coming out of this match as a winner. KG? I put down Cody. You know, he's he's not going to Jeff Jarrett it. And no matter what the the, the, the people in groups say, is that, oh, he's he's nothing but Jeff Jarrett with a little bit more money and he's going to keep winning the, 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 the belt and this, that. And he's not doing that. He's building a brand, and I agree with what he's doing. But you got to give him a little shine. Give me Cody. No, I'm actually going to go with uh, Penta El Zero Meadow Gone Jr. <laughs> I don't know why he changed his name. I like Penta Gone Jr., but whatever. So that's that match. And it's all, it's debacle, thanks to James and, you know, putting extra stuff out there that everybody had to know all about. So I guess that leaves KG starting off with the next match. And it's kind of ironic since, for whatever reason, uh, James's Q1 earnings should not exist, but he's still getting paid anyway. So we have the big money match between Hangman Adam Page and big money Matt Hardy. For all the forty bucks they probably earned in the first quarter of twenty twenty one. So KG, who you got? Oh boy! If I know Matt Hardy, I know he's gonna bring all of it. So give me Matt Hardy in this one. Um, hopefully his wife does not kick his ass after this match. All right, James. And why would she? Oh, that spot that he took where he missed the table. And oh yeah. Back of his head up. Oh, she yeah. was about to kick his ass. Oh yeah. You're right. And she she she's a woman that don't play. She don't play by the man. Well, I'm gonna go with um Adam Page on this one. All right. Any particular reason? Because it, let's put it this way: if this was a match where Adam Page was going to have to sign with Matt Hardy. I would say he would. Win, Matt Hardy would win it. But being that it's not, I think they're going to put uh, Adam Page over. 
And, right. and you and you talking about the run-ins? They gonna get the he, they gonna get the run-ins from the Dark Order for, for um, Adam Page. So yeah, I say Adam Page. Thanks, just ruined my thunder. I was gonna pick Adam Page, but I was gonna pick Adam Page because of interference or the help of negative one. <laughs> nah, they gonna they they gonna they gonna keep they they ain't gonna have him interfering in the matches. You know, you saw you saw what happened in that melee Wednesday, and he was up on the stage jumping around. You know, like I think he was that's nobody nobody has reined him in yet. But like, all right, you gotta stay within character. Because sometimes he just a little extra. <laughs> he's young. He's supposed to do that. You know, you know leave him alone. He's a, I like negative one. Negative one, that's my man. I mean, he's cool, but he's gotta, if he's going to play a role, he got to, I mean, you know, hey, they know the roles of Disney, don't they? All right, here's what you do. You sell it this way. You react this way. You learn it. And then, you know, we build it from the ground up. But I'd like to see maybe somebody pick up negative one and throw him on the Matt Hardy. No. I don't see that. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. I said a lawsuit if the mama signed off on it. Well, that would make her stupid. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna, if that were my child, he needs to stay up on the stage like just like he is. He can come out on and bring entrances like he did with Ten and you know whispering in something in his ear and all this and that and take his ring robe and going back to the back. You know that there's a limit so, to this. We we both know he ain't got no kids. Because I guarantee you, as soon as he said that, I saw a look in your face like, Fool, I'm throwing my kid out there. <laughs> like, which one do you want me to toss? The new I one? toss all of them out there. So I know y'all would, especially you, KG, because you I got your daughter coming off the couch with a damn I elbow drop. So, I mean, you know, that, that, you know, hey, I mean, it is what it is. Y'all do what y'all do with y'all's kids. But with mine, no, there's a limit. Well, you ain't got nothing, thank God. But I know right now, KG be like, you better grab me. But you know, it's people that actually have a problem with negative one showing up on TV. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't see why. Because they, they, they say uh, he's it's exploiting Brody Lee's legacy by keep showing him, having him on TV. Won't they let him just, you know, keep him off TV? Like people are really, really upset about it. So when Shaq did the tribute to Brody Lee, that's not exploiting uh, his legacy before he hit Cody with the powerbomb? Apparently not. But what people do to Shimmy uh, that, you know, may not have even wrestled a match with Eddie Guerrero or was a kid when Eddie was on TV and now they're grown in the business, is that not exploiting Eddie Guerrero? I know I'm that. You know that. But Facebook is full of a bunch of goddamn pussies and idiots. Well, everybody wants a like. Which we do. Everybody wants to follow. We definitely do. And everybody yeah. wants to go ahead and hit that little bell that they tell me I hear all the time that's supposed to let people know when we put out new content. Yeah, you guessed it. We definitely do too. No pressure. No pressure. No, for real. Go ahead and hit that like, subscribe, hit the notification. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know, I sometimes watch YouTube videos like going all in. Please. Please he's joking. Please. He's joking, but he's not joking. Hit that shit. Hit it hard. Hit it hard. Hit it often. Ring that bell. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of bell ringing, tomorrow there will be the start of the match bell to be rung uh, for this 
being a, a street fight between our boy Sting and Darby Allen, the Mass Boys, versus Brian Cage and the the loafer slides wearing Ricky Starks uh, in a street fight. So obviously Sting and Darby. That's what I'm going with, uh, especially since you know Sting took that uh, power bomb rather interestingly. So, James, who you got? Well, being that this is now, it is being said that now this is supposed to be a cinematic match. Mm. I will go Sting and Darby Allen. All right, KG. I got to agree with the Nubian Sumo. Now this is a cinematic match. You know, everybody wants that. Everybody wants their Undertaker uh, AJ Styles moment. But I'm sorry. That match is almost a year ago, and I ain't seen a match yet, a cinematic match yet that can top that. And you won't. And you shouldn't. By, By all rights and respect to the Undertaker, you shouldn't. Not until you have somebody retire at the level of taker that has the, the gimmick level of taker that would warrant it. Now, being that Matt Hardy will probably be on the lead for this match, I'm sure he'll I'm sure they'll be talking to him about putting this match together because he is the master of the cinematic match. He is the mm-hmm. creator, pretty much, of the cinematic match. They'll be they'll be using him now. In WWE, they had uh, Jeremy Borash, who was running, who's running those cinematic matches, which he, they were they were going together. They were together when they started putting these together in right. um, Impact. So yeah, it, 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 I see it being interesting. I hope it's good, but uh, we'll just have to see. <clears throat> but I do think it's the right call, so that way you're not putting Sting in a uncontrolled position. You know, so we don't have any issues or anything like that because, you know, a, a street fight can go wrong with the wrong uh, connection of a kendo stick or a ladder or a steel chair or whatever the hell else they want to use out there. So I'm cool with that. I think that's a smart play. So since we're all in agreement, let's see if we agree on this lovely piece of something. KG, you take the lead on this. This will be the Young Bucks, probably accompanied by Papa Buck, uh, versus Le Champion, maybe to be in a tag form of Chris Jericho and MJF. Mmm. 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 I'm going to have to go. Um, give me Jericho. Nope. Nope. Let me erase that. Young Bucks. Okay. It's too yeah. obvious to pick Jericho. Well, I would say the, the Young Bucks would be the obvious since they brought family in it. Possibly. James, what's your thoughts? I'm going with Inner Circle. Why'd you pick uh, the IC? I just got a feeling that they want to put the belts on them real, for a while. I just, uh, I just got a feeling that they want, they just want to put those belts on them. Have you heard anything about uh, 
Well, I guess the cruise thing is still kind of off, but we don't know what's going on with this Fozzy tour. Yeah, the, well, the cruise is on. The cruise is on, but the cruise isn't going to happen until later in the year. So oh, they yeah. got. So it's it's not oh. that's not going to happen for a while. Fozzy tour. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything either. But um, he's got no commitments with New Japan unless they put something together. Because I know he still wants to go. They still supposed to be putting them together with Tanahashi at some point. Because that's what that's what they were leading to before the pandemic started. So and with him having the belt right now, you know, it could have them put them two together at some point. But um, yeah, I'm going with Inner Circle. Yeah, I'm kind of going to lean that way as well. I mean, I, I would like to see Young Bucks do that thing, but I think uh, the greatest storyline would be uh, MJF and Jericho, and then that would lead to the implosion and the outs of Jericho, technically uh, from the inner circle. We'll see. But then again, with that Sammy Guevara issue and him being out at the moment, they may have shelved that. I don't know. Uh, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Well, you know, Sammy's going to end up being a face, and then with inner circle winning, that gives – they have Young Bucks the ability to chase for the title. And it'll probably yeah. be a more interesting storyline than them just winning because if they beat if they beat in a circle, then where do they go from there? Right. I agree with that. All right, so uh, James, you get to lead this one. Uh, this is on the women's side. So uh, Hikaru Shida will be attempting to defend her uh, women's championship belt, which pretty much only fits around her waist, by the way. Uh, against uh, Rio Mizunami, and this is all coming off of the Eliminator uh, tournament. So, um, who you got? Well, being that I don't know the contract situation with Rio, and if they're going to keep her around, I'm going to say Rio wins. She retains. You mean uh, Sheeta retains? Yeah, Sheeta retains. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to go with you, but based off of how good uh, Rio looked uh, going up against um, Nyla Rose, especially when she, she hit her with that belly-to-belly, -belly, I'm sorry, a belly-to-back suplex, I mean, she was just picking her up. And I, I thought that was uh, pretty cool that uh, Nyla was giving of her, her character herself to allow, you know, that, that level of storytelling. I guess, for lack of a better term, because I was expected to be a uh, okay. His, uh, you know, uh, overseas talent coming over squash, and then we're getting the rematch. And well, did you see, did you see her match against Aja Kong? Yeah, I did. So I mean, you know, but, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not taking. I mean, Aja Kong is a is a legend in her own right, but Nala's younger. So and then you know other things. So, <laughs> um, but. You know, the physicality and, you know, like I said, when, when she was doing moves that nobody else that we've seen has been able to do against Nala um, and just take her off her feet, you're like, oh, snap, this is actually happening. And they still allow her to be true to her character. And, you know, when she did the, the rope pull thing and, and everything, I was like, oh, man, you know, they're, they're really letting her be herself, which we know in other promotions that wouldn't have happened at all they would have changed yeah, the file into our the way yeah that's do. not AEW that's not AEW at all so and yeah. I was, was very happy to see that and I think that's why they have that 
good relationship with New Japan. And if they were watching it, like, yeah, you know, you, you gave one of our talents the opportunity to be one of our talents. So I just wanted to put that out there. But KG, your pick, Ishida retaining? <coughs> yes, sir. I agree with you, gentlemen. But that could be an upset, and I, I wouldn't be mad with it. So now we get into the meat and potatoes. The, the reason for the season, the match that's going to pay the bills and draw people to the end. We have an exploding barbed wire death match starring Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Now, before you get into, we go get into the picks. I know we talked last. I talked last week about what an exploding barbed wire death match is, or what it was uh, what will be involved in the match. Kenny Omega on um, on Instagram mm-hmm. put out a, a, a post that goes into the rules of the match. Now I told you that there are variations of this match that they could use, so I'm going to read off of his Instagram post, and this may influence your in, your decision on who to pick. Okay. First rule is that there'll be three sides of the ring ropes wrapped in barbed wire. Now, if you remember, if you think about it, the fo- there, there are three open that go to the floor, but then there's one side where the stage is that's level to the stage. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're not going to put barbed wire on that side of the ring. Okay? So you'll just have the three other sides that'll be barbed wire. Contact with the barbed wire triggers explosives, trigger explosives on corresponding side. So if anybody hits the ring, the barbed wire on those three sides, that will trigger an explosion from the floor, from the C4, from the C4 charges that they put out. What he's got something on here called triple hell which is three zones on the floor wired to the explosives. So I said last week that there's a variation of the match where they put a, a, um, a pressure pad on in the middle of the ring for people to slam each other on or whatever the case, and it causes an explosion. So they'll have three places outside of the ring where with pressure plates that will re- react to explosions. The last part is it's a 30-minute countdown timer until all explosive in and out of the ring causing them to detonate. So being so they have there's a 30, it's gonna be a 30-minute time limit match. And if they get to the 30 minutes, which they probably will, the whole ring is going to explode. So those are the those are the rules that Kenny Omega put out that are for this match. So we can go from there on that, and you can make your decision based on that. Thank you, sir. And I, I got first pick. And I'm not going to lie. My first inclination is to just not pick <laughs> because I just want to see this thing and all its glory and how it can play out because barring there's no interference, they can go either way. 
because the 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 number one competitor in the match is the barbed wire and the C4. That's equalizer. Doesn't matter which way you slice, which way you dice, where you go, that could change the tide of the match in a pinfall in three seconds. Immediately. With the right circumstances. So <sighs> we put the belt on Mox. Where do we go from there? Unless that's when this new signee shows up. Then that would give you mock versus. If it's a WWE talent, then that would be the stare down of remember me. If it's Kenny Omega, then it could really be anybody, and we would just call that a dream match, potentially, if they are really Hall of Fame caliber, because we know universally Kenny Omega would be under that same thing. But is it a bullet, a former Bullet Club member? We know it's not uh, uh, Enzo Mori, so <laughs> we want to have uh, It could be. You know, him and Kaz just had a match recently that's, with that's, uh, I with um, yeah, Kenny uh, Enzo Amore and Big Kaz have and had he, a match, uh, at a tag team match with um, Lariato Wrestling, which is run by Luke Gallows. That's why I want so, to throw that out there, just as a little little dangling fruit to get people thinking, like, oh, whoa, whoa. but uh, yeah, but I would say that they will come in together, and I don't see them being Hall of Fame worthy. So I don't know. I don't well, know. I'll... As a tag team, as an individual, I don't know. But as a tag team, it did really well, other than uh, you know that road knockout moment. But uh, this is a this is a tough one. But I guess if I have to put pen to paper, then I'm gonna pencil myself in by hook or by crook with Kenny Omega. Still edging out John Moxley. But that will free up Moxley to go home and spend time with Renee Young because we should be pretty close to their baby to pop up. So, KG, I see you flexing the sleeves. So, uh, you, got, you got the next pick. So, you brought up an interesting point. Um... Mox going home, and you, what do we always talk about? We always talk about going home and being with family, especially when the wife's pregnant. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Mox on this. All right. So James. This could make or break your windfall tomorrow. Well, I have taken under consideration your point about Mox going home for the uh, for the birth of his child. But I, like you, I will be going with Kenny Omega because nobody's really expect being that Mox has come from this environment, being in CZW and having been in matches of this kind. I don't see anybody expecting Kenny Omega to win a match like this. Plus, with Kenny Omega being champion, that opens up a lot of things within the forbidden door 
for him to work with, like going after Rich Swan, going back to New Japan uh, as champion, you know, things of that nature. So I'm going to go with Kenny Omega on this one. Okay. All right. And with that pick, you have crossed us over the two-hour mark in this show. So the three of us get together and just, well, we just covered a lot. Some of it made sense. Some of it didn't. James offended people a lot. KG uh, showed us how he's going to slot in to the dingo. I ain't saying that on that one. Okay. I'm I'm letting it be. (laughs) And then all of you in uh, YouTube land have uh, decided to go ahead and like, subscribe, ring a bell, ding dong, hello. And check us out next week. So, you guys have any uh, last thoughts to wrap up the show? Well, since we haven't done it in a while, I think KG needs to let people know how they can find us. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm down with that. But before I let people find us, I think we we got to uh, pay tribute to a man that passed away on the 4th, um, Jim Crockett. Uh, former, yeah, Jim Crockett Jr. Got to got to specify that. Mm-hmm. Uh, former president of NWA, um, owner of Jim Crockett Promotions. After you know, pops passed it on to him. Uh, one thing I can say about him is him as NWA president getting Sting and the 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 rivalry between Sting. And uh, Ric Flair. And I always say this, and I say it's funny, because growing up, I was a huge Sting fan. You know, my finisher was always the Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpion Splash, Scorpion Deathlock. And I would lock that thing in and, I, you know, go for it. And I would never learn that if it wasn't for Jim Crockett Jr. I wouldn't have never ran into uh, watching wrestling. I think that came on every night on TBS. And this is, for those of you that that grew up in the D.C. area, you know, we used to have Metro Vision or Multivision in in the Maryland, D.C. area. I forget what D.C. had, but I know we had Metro Vision or Multivision. And first time having cable and watching wrestling every night. And, you know, it was something foreign, but it was great. And it's because of Jim Crockett, I could see that. It's because of, you know, that's why I feel the way I feel about Vince McMahon. That's why I feel the way I feel about Hogan, because he never showed up on Superstars on Saturday morning. I saw The Undertaker. I saw Papa Shango, but I didn't see Hogan. So that's why I feel the way I feel about him. But... You lost a giant in the business, even though he hasn't been active in the business since about, what, 93, 94? But still a giant of a man in the business to do what he did. So uh, happy trails and rest in peace to Jim Crockett Jr. And to follow up on what KG just said, you know, uh, I remember waking up at four years old, going to my television room and turning on my television to watch cartoons. And 
I woke up late that day and turned on, went to WBTW, Florence, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, Channel 13, to watch my cartoons. And this strange show was on with all these guys in underwear running around in this in this in this thing with ropes all around it and you know i didn't know anything about boxing or anything like that so i'd never seen a ring before and i saw all these people just talking about themselves and just beating each other up and all this stuff and i'm like what is this and so the next saturday i woke up early watched my cartoons and i stayed in at 12 o'clock in noon and watched this show and just kept watching it and then all of a sudden, one Saturday morning, this guy came on with blonde hair and this long green robe with all these feathers and all over it and was talking about how he was the greatest of all time. And that happened to be Ric Flair. And that just turned me, turned me in, made me even, got me even deeper into that rabbit hole. So <clears throat> from four years old, I've been watching professional wrestling and I'm 50 now. So. I have to give that to Jim Crockett Jr. because he was the one who put that, who got that show put on and um, got me to where I am today as far as wrestling is concerned. Um, <clears throat> just going through what he went through when on Black Saturday, when the WWF took over TBS and they started showing WWF programming and finding out that <clears throat> he ended up having to pay a million dollars just to get the uh, rights to have the show, have NWA back on TBS. And that million dollars led to the first WrestleMania. So without Jim Crockett, there would be no WrestleMania. So, you know, so uh, yeah, I, I owe a lot of things in my life to wrestling. And I say this to anybody. I've learned self-esteem from wrestling. I learned self-respect from wrestling. I learned, you know, how to be, how to be great at whatever you are doing in your life from wrestling. Because that's what they all, because every wrestler you hear, that's what they are. That's what they're doing. They're trying to be great. They're trying to be great in their lives, great in their careers, great in everything that they, they do. So that's where I got that mindset from, is professional wrestling. And I owe all that to Jim Crockett Jr. If you go all the way back to who, who you dealt with or who you, who you, whatever fan you are a wrestling fan of, you can contribute that six, six uh, what is it, six, um, six degrees of separation. You can go, you can include at some point Jim Crockett Jr. in that, in that list. So... I give all appreciation, all respect due and everything to Jim Crockett Jr. for what he's done and what he will and his legacy to continue within the sport. Because in the words of in the words of uh damn, I can't I just had his name in my head. The great sport of professional wrestling. The franchise Shane Douglas. Yeah, that's it. In his words, the great sport of professional wrestling. I owe all of that to Jim Crockett Jr. So that's my two cents on that. I was almost about to go in on you for a couple of things you said. 
about <laughs> the stage, but that was beautiful, James. So I'm gonna uh, put a pin in that, and that's how we're going to show. Well, wait, hold on before what, we go. Girl? Before we go. Before we go, you can hear us on Anchor right here, YouTube, Breaker, Castbox, uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast, Podbean, which we go live twice a week, sometimes three. So download that Podbean app, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. Uh, a lot of other pod. Anyway, you stream podcasts, you can hear us. We on iHeartRadio. Um, what's another one? Uh, damn, the list so long. We we on about nineteen different platforms. So, give them the email address so they can get on us about what we talked about earlier. <laughs> if, in case somebody wants to get at <laughs> us about it, uh, and don't be honest. If James offended you, you can go ahead and email sidelinejunkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Sideline Junkies, all one word, 247 at gmail.com. And you can use Sideline Junkies 247 on Facebook as well. Yeah, for the Facebook group. And then Sideline Junkies, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. Sideline Junkies colon podcast to find us our Facebook page. And like I always say, if you're taking the time to listen to this, watch this whole entire video, Go to a WrestleManiacs post, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and leave us three blue hearts, the show that you listen to the daggone show. And maybe, just maybe, I might throw you in a raffle and see if I can give you $5 or something. What's the blue heart mean? I'm tired of all hearts. I don't know what the heck that stuff means. Be- yeah, we might need to change that because them colored hearts usually mean something. So give us three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> three thumbs up, Dan. Because I, 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 I ain't never known the hearts to mean them because uh, nah, never mind. Uh, but we, we done. <laughs> we done. You stop paying so much attention to us and Natasha. And then uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, you said we done? We done. All right. Take care. I will see you guys next week. The first to fire your bonds. Konnichiwa, bitches.